back to Coral Cast, and here we're going to have an interesting discussion about something you may or may not know well, some a little more personally than others, educational games. The controversy surrounding educational games is we only remember the bad ones, and we remember them very well. The background on educational games, at least the type that we're talking about, is when somebody takes an educational concept like math or reading and then applies it to the, t uh, the typical tropes of a point system or health or game characters or, in general, a skin enough to count it as a game. It adds interactivity that looks really nice to homeschooling moms. So, for example, Many of us know of the game Dark Souls, most recently Dark Souls 3, but this game itself could obviously be ruined if you were to apply an educational sort of spin on it. For example, Smart Souls 3, where every attack you must answer some sort of question. And for every dodge, use of magic, or use of any item, you must also answer a question. And if you get it wrong, you must accept the consequences, whether it be hit, be dying, or you simply just do nothing. This is a good example of lazy game design, because as you see, they were simply not taking the heart of the game, or you could say soul of the game, and not seeing the fun in it when you answer the questions and all the R1 spammers are frustrated and they don't want to do this, they just want to kill the enemy. The people who make these games aren't exactly considering the player. However, mind you, there are good educational games out there. We only remember the bad ones, right? Usually the reason why educational games are seen so badly is because the themes that go with them. Normally when it comes to educational games, they have to have very safe themes that won't cause them to get sued by angry mothers. And as a result, they may not seem interesting to some people because a lot of the youth of our day are more interested in shooting than uh, frogs leaping about. What they intend to do is pretty noble, because they're trying to make education more fun and apply it to what's hip and cool with kids these days. But as we know from many previous examples, this almost never works. We end up with more cringy sort of games. Because what they're actually doing is applying what would normally be in a classroom and adding interactivity. Though that's great, I don't think it really lives up to the idea of being called a game. It's interactive and it follows all the mechanics, but inherently, most of them just aren't fun. And it takes years of game design to understand what makes a game fun. And even then, it's really hard to pinpoint. And people being paid to make educational games on websites that you can Google right now, they're not thinking that way. They're thinking, interactive education, which immediately applies it for being a game, and therefore it gets clumped all together with all the good games and the famous games and the games that you would probably run home to go play on your own time. And plus at the same time, everyone has their own specific tastes in games, whether it be a first-person shooter like Call of Duty, or it be a MOBA like Dota or League of Legends, or even some other games such as Fallout 4 or even Minecraft or roguelikes. There are educational games that are good, but you have to be aware of certain motivations that are involved because there are people who are very motivated to learn. Because if you're very motivated about an RPG, then of course you're going to look up this stuff independently. You're going to look up the best skill branch, or you're going to look up the coolest armor, or you're going to look up all the cheats, and nobody's going to tell you to do that. 
And same way, games could have a great ability to make people passionate about things. And if you can make somebody passionate enough to look up more about, say, a history game or maybe a game like a simulation of science, and then you get them interested and enough that the game was fun and now they want more and they're willing to go out and do more, that's one way you can design a game in which it is educational and fun and doesn't require you to answer questions while you're attacking an enemy. Now, there have been instances in which I have played educational games which were enjoyable. Going back on the themes that I were talking about earlier, I believe it was a kind of Resident Evil game. And it was one of those games where every time you have to land an attack or dodge, you have to type in a word or do a mathematical equation. And that didn't necessarily make it bad. It was enjoyable. And I feel that it was because of the theme and it was because of the suspense that was with it and not because of the education involved. With the recent efforts to gamify education, since games are so new and young and people are inevitably going to stumble around it until a medium is, and a skill is established, we see a bright future with the development of games and especially educational games, games oriented towards the sole goal of education. And there are good games out there, proof that educational games can be good and they can, and they can develop and there could be more of them. So obviously educational games, some people like them, some people don't, some of them are good, some of them are bad. Now really what a good educational game is, is not really just trying to combine education and a game. It's trying to make a game that will teach you something. Instead of trying to smush them together, you're sort of blending them together to where they blend together to make one coherent game. This has been Coralcast number four, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>